period in history that involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand. When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply. And I just need to know who is willing to stand. It has to be who you are. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, everybody, to the show this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. And so happy to be able to be in studio with you here today. Uh, JC and I are going to be working with uh, Sheriff Max Crew this weekend in California. Now, Sheriff's Max, things are not usually open to the public, which is why we don't generally talk about them on the show that much. But just so you know, uh, we will be in California talking, uh, working with Sheriff's Max crew, and then we will be back home in studio on Monday. How are you doing, JC? Great. What's going on with your mic, man? Nada. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> it's usually me over here arm wrestling with the mic. When the show starts, you're over there like woo, up and down and having fun with it. So, JC, I don't, you don't know about this yet, um, but I want to say thank you to everyone in the chat room for coming out to see us. JC's got his cool shirt on today. Uh, ban morons, not guns. Remember, you can get that at godgunsliberty.com. GodGunsLiberty.com. We'll put that up on the screen there for you so you can see it. Um, the three things that most of the Marxist leftists AI hate the most, the, for, the most hated three words by AI. So go ahead and put it in there just to tick off the EAI and those guys who are doing those kind of things. There's like three trigger words, right? God, guns, liberty. I love it. Speaking of God, guns, liberty, JC has no idea what I'm about to do. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway. And so, um, somebody has gotten up my craw, JC, and I've oh, no. gotten a text message. So I have a little message out there for FBI agent Derek Stone. FBI De agent Derek Stone is allegedly in the Fairbanks, Alaska office, who uh, also has allegedly attended some of my classes who is now running around, at least Alaska, who knows where else, uh, trying to, you know, disparage my name and uh, degrade my credibility. And I just want to say a few things to Mr. Stone, if that's all right with you. Go for it. Mr. Stone, you are a coward. You are a testicle-less 
man, if that's what you are, who has the audacity to attend my meetings, but not the courage or the manhood or the testosterone to announce yourself and come and speak to me. You, however, feel the, I don't know, what would you call that, JC? Uh, the compulsion. Compulsion, thank you. <laughs> the compulsion to speak negatively about me and to tell people that I have no idea what I'm talking about. So I just want to give you Mr. Stone in case you need some stones, the permission to come and speak to me directly. I will tell you, Mr. Stoneless, that you are more than welcome to come and speak to me, and we can do it off camera because you are stoneless. Uh, I would also would love to have the opportunity to have you publicly accuse me, but again, we understand that would take some stones you do not have. I am absolutely, completely, and totally confident upon which every educational platform I stand. And I don't and have never will be or never will be concerned with your opinion of what I have to teach. However, if you have any modicum of manhood left within your body that has not been extracted by your brainwashing, your dedication to being a minion to the press gang from whom, for whom you work, uh, you hide behind your badge and your fake front, your color of law, and your pretended power. You see, I suspect that you will not come and actually say anything to me, even though you will come and spy on me in my meetings, because you know I am right. And you know that you are ignorant and you know that you are a mindless minion. So I just want to put it out there. I will be kind to you. I will be fair to you. And I will give you the opportunity to present every position to which you think you have to prove that I am wrong. I will give you that. But you, Mr. Stoneless, have to grow a pair and actually come and speak to me first. How's that, JC? That's great. I love it. <laughs> I'm just, I, it's Agent just. Agent Stoneless Stone. Agent That's David awesome. Stoneless Stone. I just, I wonder, JC, what is wrong? Okay, first off, you're married to me, so you can give an honest opinion here, right? Why am I so scary? Why would an FBI agent sitting in my class, apparently more than one, mind you, okay? Apparently more than one, sitting in my classes, sit there and listen to me, and then instead of coming to me, wants to run around and talk bad about me. Is that not the very epitome of being stoneless? Yes. I'm a woman, okay? I'm not saying anything, but a man who walks around with the boldness of a badge under threatening people with incarceration and lifetime incarceration, threatening people with violent government acts and deprivation of rights, 
someone who would have the whatever that audacity is to look another man in the face and make those threats can't come to me and tell me where I'm wrong? What is, what is that, JC? Am I, why am I so scary? Cowardice. Why am I so scared? That, yes. that would be cowardice. But okay, so the same thing that keeps Mr. David Stoneless Stone, FBI agent, from coming to me is the same thing that lets him hide behind the badge and the color of law and threaten people with lifetime incarceration well, and violent because acts of, of government. Yeah, apparently he has no pretense to do that to you. So if it once, the, yeah, if you. it once he had a pretense to do that, he'd be trying to bully you behind his badge. He'd still have to hide behind his badge. So that's that's how it, someone like that bullies the other people because they have some pretense, un, as you said, under color of law. And, and then that gives them the green light uh, to bully their fellow Americans. So doesn't mean well, doesn't mean. I'm, in fact, the demonstration. I'm giving of him the cowardice. pretense. I am giving him the pretense. Well, it makes I'm not you, giving him a pretense. I'm giving him an invitation. Yeah, well, that's different. They want to have power over you. No. He has to have something to accuse you of. Oh, but even an and, accusation and would not give power. power over me because I would not <clears throat> well, relinquish pretend, that power. Pre pretended, so. pretended power. Uh, but it's interesting. It, it begs the question: Was he there on his own personal time? Uh, or was he there on assignment? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he to, was or, there on assignment. Or he was there on his own time. Perhaps he could go back and report to his superiors mm -hmm. how that Chris Ann Hall was advocating advocating violence and overthrow of the government. Well, but see, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the investigation, but they lack the pretense because yeah. we say absolutely everything to the opposite of that. Yeah. So you sit through our class just like the guy did at Washington Post. Mm-hmm. You can't walk away making those accusations of us. My goodness. So Jesse, he's left with no argument. We are on the he has air to. five days a week. Yeah. We are every five days a week speaking our mind under our God-given right of freedom of speech and freedom of press. We travel around the country on a microphone publicly, often streaming across America's airwaves. Mm-hmm. And they still have to come sit in the audience? I don't I don't know. I don't get it. But they think that we're sending out some kind of subliminal wa uh, wavelengths or yeah. what the heck? Well, as I've said before, it's it's hard to it's hard for me to believe that there are any American love America loving people left in these agencies. So pretty pretty typical seriously pretty though. typical of what is demonstrated uh, american loving is one thing being a marxist is one thing but being a stoneless coward is a completely different thing yep how are you going to go through the effort of actually sitting in the audience and 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 not say anything to me I mean, I often say things to them. You've heard me on the platform say, hey, all the <laughs> the alphabet agencies sitting in the audience, here's your invitation. Come and see me. Yeah, I think hide. I'm going to make that part now of every single presentation that I do. Yep. Just a little welcome to the alphabet agencies and an invitation for them to come and actually say something to my face instead of running around behind my back spewing their noxious lies you, you got you got 11 
11 years of public speaking all over the country uh countless hours you've been you've been what like eight years on terrestrial radio and the podcast and all this combined i mean what exactly are you looking for mr fbi agent what what, what are we hiding i know oh, when do we have time <laughs> in all the all the public things that we do when do we even have time to secretly plot to hurt people and overthrow the government? You you guys are such such freaking idiots. You're an idiot. You're an un-American, American-hating, a liberty-hating, spineless, ballless, coward piece of garbage. And I'm sure you would love to find a reason to arrest me for saying what i just said or or just have some pretense to shoot us down in the street make it up they just you people they're are just disgusting. they're running around making up crap these days i mean that's what they're doing they're running around making up crap so my invitation to david stoneless stone the fbi agent out of fairbanks alaska and any of his friends who are probably because you know they're probably listening they're probably watching oh, yeah. and i mean they're Whatever. always doing this i mean who how okay guys uh, somebody said this newsflash you don't intimidate us <laughs> don't threaten me with home dude all right whatever so here's here's the Idiots. thing here's the thing right here's the thing i just i know i know that they're there i know that they're spineless i just un don't understand why it's it's not just a complete and total waste of their time uh, what what what's the point do they just need a field trip you know, I don't know. You going to any Antifa meetings, Mr. Yeah. Stone? Oh no, well they're organizing those. No, any revolutionary anarchist meetings? Oh, oh yeah, they're 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 organizing those. Oh, those guys are not threats. It's only people teaching the Constitution. No, because the and the the revolutionary anarchists are the FBI. Morons. They are the FBI. Here's here's the thing, JC. Somebody said this to me on YouTube just the other day. Because remember, what were we doing? And all of a sudden, boom, no internet. No internet. We had to go live. This one of our long-term listeners said to me on on uh, on YouTube. You know, on a YouTube comment after the show, Chris Ann, I I watch I watch no one on the internet that gets more obstruction technologically than you do. They're watching. They're listening. I I, I don't know what they're hoping to get beyond this point. You know, maybe they're. I mean, seriously, if they haven't picked up. Um, Alex Jones yet. They certainly don't have anything. And, and, and on we're us. we're only talking about you to expose you. We yeah. really we really don't care. No. I mean, really do not care. Like you are you're nobody. I just want you you're to know nothing. I know. Right. I want you to know I know. Yes. I want you to know I know your name. Okay. I want you to know I know your name. I know you're talking about me. I know you're speaking about me. I want you to know. Okay, just want you to know that I know and you don't bother me. I pray for you. I really do. JC may not. I, I actually pray for you. I pray because not in the way you like. I pray for you because I once was a hardcore socialist, atheist, baby hating person. I was once like you. Okay. I was once like you. I pray for you out of that like spirit that the divine hand of God 
come and wrench your heart to salvation. I know you're spineless now, but the Holy Spirit can possess your heart and put you on the right path. So I pray for you. I really, really do. But in the meantime, I'm not going to be silent about who you are. And I just want you to know, I don't operate. We don't operate under some misconception that you guys don't know who we are, okay? Maybe you haven't been following us for 11 years, but 11 years ago, I was fired for doing this. 11 years ago, JC and I were recruited by some very, very big names in the cabal. And 11 years ago, we walked away from them. Yep. So, you know, you ain't got nothing on me. You ain't got nothing on us. And you don't, we don't care about you. I care about your salvation. Other than that, I don't care about you, but I want you to know I know. I mean, really, seriously, I just hey, want you to know, you know, you, you know what? Number one, I pray. I pray for the American loving patriots. Number one. Number two, here's my prayer for you, that you're exposed, embarrassed, ruined, shamed and broken, shamed, then delivered, shamed. You should be ashamed. You should really, 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 really be ashamed. Just saying. So if you don't like my prayer, so what? You should be ashamed. So, amen. Amen. Just thought I'd get that out there. JC didn't know about that. Now he does. I didn't. I just, I, I just I always, got it. I always assume they're. Yeah. But um, I like knowing their names. You know, yeah. I, again, I'm, this is an honest plea, JC. I couldn't be more honest than I am right now. I'd love for you guys to introduce yourselves. Yeah. Come on. Meetings. Who cares? Whatever. Talk. You, you want to disagree? I mean, we can if, disagree. if you actually believe, if you actually believe, in the constitution that you swore an oath to support and defend, then that includes rolling her th- eyes. that includes freedom of speech, yeah. freedom of conscience. Yeah. So speak your mind, Mr. FBI. You, you have a yeah. question, you have an argument, you want, you have a disagreement, say it. What are you so scared of? I know, right? I just, that's my whole, my whole point. I, I, I don't even, I don't even No, because they want to sneak around and play their stupid little games they, they, and they're a bunch of statists. Like even if this go, oh, I'm a conservative, I'm a whatever. No, you're a statist. I'm, mm. I'm not a Marxist. I'm not a leftist. That's not the only threat. You got leftist Mark. You got Marxists on the left that, that hate the country, hate the constitution. You have the statists on the right that hate the Constitution because it means limitation for you. It means you can't do whatever the hell you want to to abuse whoever you want to just because you have the power, just because you disagree with them, just because you don't like something, just because you don't like the fact that we're criticizing you and your lawless wielding of what you see as unlimited authority. You're a statist and you hate it. You hate the fact that we know it. You hate the fact that we don't like your idea that you you're somehow above the people and and you can just dictate to people and act like a slave master over your fellow Americans. So that really ticks you off. It really bothers you that so many people now have woken up and are criticizing you very openly and very publicly. So that's why you and all your minions and your bosses 
in D.C. want to send out the slave catchers to bring the slaves back in the plantation to submit them back under the heel of the king. Guess what? We're not going back, and we don't care about your attempted intimidation and your cowardly nonsense, you little, you little elementary little twit. So do whatever, J.C., we're going to come lock you up. So what? J.C., we're going to shoot you down. So what? So what? From now until then, guess what? We're going to keep saying the same thing. So, I mean, really, all you have, all you have is lock us up or do away with us. That's really your only freaking option. And locking us up is really not an option unless you somehow cut my tongue out in prison. So up until that time, we're not shutting up. We're not backing up. We're not going away. And you do not frighten us. So why don't you just take your oath seriously and do the freaking job that we assigned you to do, and that is to secure the individual rights of your fellow Americans. It really ought to be that simple. I just want to read, because, you know, I got to do the founder father things. This is Benjamin Franklin in 1722. By the way, a 16-year-old boy gets it, and David Stoneless Stone doesn't, right? Men ought to speak well of their governors is true, while their governors deserve to be well spoken of. But to do public mischief without hearing of it is only the prerogative and felicity of tyranny. If a, a free people will be showing that they are so by their freedom of speech. I'm free. I am free and I will die free. And there is nothing that you can do to change that. My physical condition does not determine the level of freedom and liberty that I possess. So we, we are enslaved by our own actions, not by the actions of others. So Amen. we need to really, really grab that in our brains. The only slavery that truly exists is the slavery that you self-impose in your mind out of ignorance and of fear. Everything else is just temporary and external. So I am free and I will be free. And there's nothing you can do to change that. Amen. Not a single solitary thing. Amen. And, and some of the chat just reminded me, I, I have to laugh, you know, what you guys did when you, when you murdered Lavoie Finnegan. Yeah. <laughs> did you see what you started? Yeah. Right. Do you see the spark? That's probably why that they leave us alone, on the fire. So that's why they leave us whatever, alone because they it. know they know if they if they touched us it would just it would be the end of the end right. for them. So whatever. I mean, I don't doubt the day they'll come knock on our door when they are find themselves in a situation where they are bold, feeling emboldened and untouchable, but right. I serve the one true God. Yeah. The one true God. And you can't touch me unless he moves his hand off me. And I don't think that's going to happen. So, and even if it does, I still ain't bowing. We may burn, but, but we, we will, will not, not bow. bow. Speaking of burning and not bowing, JC, I want to talk about, uh, where, where do I want to start today? Let's see. Franklin, Washington. Uh, let's, let's move, let's do this first. Let's do okay. this one here first. 
Um, which one is that? That's this. Put that one up there, JC. Mm -hmm. I let JC drive because he's better at it than I am. Uh, okay. Give me one moment. <laughs> sorry. I just realized I'm not set up oh. correctly here. Okay. I'm sorry. Nope. My fault. Not your fault. Uh, is it the right one? Nope. Right there. That's the right here? one. Yep. Okay. That's the right Great. one. Great. And we don't yep. need audio. No, not for this one. All right. There you go. All right. So coming out of the post-millennial um, just a couple days ago was an exclusive about a Washington public school forcing their student athletes to wear ankle monitors for purposes of COVID segregation, say the parents. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is, JC, can I just toggle between pages? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is this came out a couple days ago, and this was, was pretty outrageous, okay? A 15-year-old girl allegedly forced to wear an ankle-tracking monitor for volleyball practice at Eatonville High School in Washington State as a condition of participating in team sports. This was required whether you were vaccinated or not, okay? So let me tell you a little bit about these things. These things are proximity trace, contact tracing software, and social distancing technology. The first thing that was really amusing to me, I mean, you know, I, I always look for the lighter side because otherwise my head would explode and I might actually, you know, lose my patience as, as a mom somewhere. You're playing volleyball, this is not the only sport, right? The, the superintendent said that this is not just for unvaccinated people. It's for vaccinated children as well. And it's, as, it's a way for the students to know whether they're breaking the social distancing. Okay? Volleyball, basketball, soccer. Right. How do you... Okay, these How things, do you play those sports? They have an active feedback in the form of visual and audible alarms so the individuals know when to adjust their current distance to a proper social distancing. How does one play basketball one do or that? football or volleyball. or volleyball and keep a six-foot distance between everybody? What is this? It's, it's stupidity. But here's the thing, JC. This is it. It is about the collection of interaction for contact tracing. Mm -hmm. That's what this is about. Because you can't say that these student athletes can do their sports. Can a volleyball player stay, stay six feet from another volleyball player and play? I mean, I've watched a lot of volleyball. I mean, I watch beach volleyball where there's I, only like two people on the field. They yeah. don't even stay six feet apart. No. Mm-mm. So it can't be about social distancing. It's about contact tracing. And that's what it says here. The mother spoke to an employee of the school as well as the coach and was informed there was a meeting last week discussing the anchor monitoring, ankle monitoring program for unvaccinated teens. And the program was allegedly designed for contact tracing. There you mm -hmm. have it. The trace tag device. That's what it's called. Trace tag device device made by a company called Triax. It's about maintaining social distancing guidelines. No, it's not. It's about tracking people. 
<laughs> That's funny. It's about tracking people and getting in your business and knowing who you're interacting with, whether they want you to know it or not. Now, here's the thing, JC. The left jumped on this quick. So I'm going to push over here to the next article. High school falsely accused by conservative outlet for forcing unvaccinated teens to wear ankle monitors. So here's the Eatonville spokesperson told the Daily Dot that trackers were entirely voluntary, uh, that, that the students could opt out but if they did, they would not be allowed to participate in sports. Is that voluntary? Because that's like coercion. So how are they being falsely accused of forcing the teens to wear ankle monitors when there really is no choice at all? You play sports or you uh, and wear the ankle monitor or you don't. But look at how they're trying to hold, totally co-opt the thing, entirely voluntary, but then revising their statements that they can opt out, but they can't participate in the sports. Now, here's the thing. Go back to this article, the first one, the one from <laughs> Post Millennium. You can voluntarily be kicked out. You can be voluntarily kicked out, right? Here's See, it's thing. half true. Right, right. <laughs> These fact checkers and censors, like, I, I, it's, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Th they really think. I mean, they're just, they're just speaking to their own people, mm -hmm. right? Because surely they can't believe people who aren't already with them actually believe this stuff when they say things like this. Well, it's, it's, it's half true because you could actually opt opt out and, oh, and but, be kicked out. But can you even opt <laughs> out? The mother says, the mother of this teen, now here's the thing, it's an opt out thing. Mm. So the school's saying everybody knew about this. Everybody knew about this, right? But they didn't. But she didn't because the daughter didn't know either. She's the, in the story, it says the daughter called her mom, text her mom and said, mom, they're making me wear an ankle bracelet. And then when the mom was like, what the heck, what the heck, what the heck, texting her, she didn't text back because she was on thing. They mm -hmm. had put it on her daughter mm -hmm. without her permission. So when she, she asked about it, she was told by the coach, Gavin Kralik, that there were opt-out forms for them to use, but was never given the form. Mm -hmm. she she asked questions but never received a communication about the meeting where they allegedly discussed this a parent who says i want the opt-out forms was coincidentally not informed of the meeting where they talked about the opt-out forms right and not given an opt-out form and then the athletic director calls the mom and says oh i'm sorry about the slip up about not getting her consent to put an ankle bracelet on their daughter. See, here's the thing that the leftists really bug me with. This, this headline, high school falsely accused by conservative outlet for forcing unvaccinated teens to wear ankle monitors. There's nothing in that statement that's true. Everything that the premillennial uh, 
or is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pre-millennial. Post-millennial. Post-millennial. That's what I thought. Post-millennial site put up was absolutely true. The mother was not given an opt-out. The daughter was tagged without the mother's permission. Mm -hmm. She was told either you wear this or you don't play. And then when the mother called and said, I'm taking my daughter out, they told the girl, you have to take that off before your mother comes. You can't let your mother see this. Mm -hmm. She was not allowed to even take pictures of it while it was on her ankle. You can take it off, but you can't take pictures of it on the ankle. Do you know, let me, let me give you a little legal insight there, right? They didn't want pictures of that thing on that kid's ankle because they knew they were about to get sued and lose really big, really, really big. And you know, what's really interesting. They have now abandoned the program. Yeah, and that's all. Until they get proper procedure. That's why the media hacks run to their defense to cover for them. Yeah. What yeah. What was the other What was the other publication? Where Where did that come from? The Daily Dot. Daily Dot. Mm-hmm. The Daily Dot. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Fox too, but I don't go to the Fox website anymore because there's way too many stinking pop ups and way too many. How do I? Get this off. Do the do your thing, JC. Get mm-hmm. us off there. So uh, there's way too many pop-ups and videos and on Fox on News. Fox News website. I hate that place. I don't even like to go there. But there you have it, America. Ankle braceleting your kids. Ankle nice. braceleting. So they do to prisoners. I mean, your like, kids, like f- felons or oh, you think it's, it's this- a detention? That's like. You know, home detention, mm-hmm. community detention, community mm-hmm. monitoring of accused, you know, people who are accused of crimes. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is this is not the last you'll see this. This I bet somebody in this administration is in trouble because I don't think maybe this was supposed to be leaked out just yet. Or maybe this was like the test platform Mm-hmm. Just to see how people would react and then to know how to tweak the policies and the procedures so they can slip it under the radar. This is what's coming in your government schools, guys. Make no mistake. This is this is this is just the test place. They're just running it out there to see what kind of traffic, what kind of chatter they can get about this. And then they're going to run around and, and, and fix all their all their holes and all their cracks and crevices in the policies. And this is, this is coming. I mean, we here in Tampa, Florida have um, a mayor, Jane Castor, who has got all the city employees wearing yellow badges that they've been vaccinated. Yeah. Now she just announced mandatory vaccinations for every city employee. Yeah. In, in the city of Tampa, in the city of Tampa, in spite of the fact that the governor has said otherwise. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a little, little problem there. Mayor Castor is going to have to deal with legally. Um, but you know, Hey guys, um, what is that back in the, back in the, in the sixties, they had the tele, the television shows with the cops calling all cars, calling all cars. Here I am calling all civil rights attorneys, calling all civil rights attorneys. It is time to stop handling it's it's time to start getting really really involved here guys i can't I, I, you know what jc everybody i talk to liberty council 
um, uh, Pacific Justice. Swamp. We, 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 we just can't handle anymore. I, I can't, I, JC, how many hours a day do I work? How many days a week? All day. I, it's, it's incredible. All day, all night, answering questions, helping people save, save their jobs. I'm not going to say things out loud too much. To but come in we so just, fast that some of them even get lost in the email yeah, because they're yeah. coming so fast. You can't even, I can't, can't even, even find them. them within mm -mm. a day. Uh, oh, I can't even find them within hours. Within hours, yeah. True. Within hours. I have so many, so many calls, so many emails. Somehow my phone number has gotten out and people I don't even know all over the world. Can I just say all over the world texting me? Look, civil rights attorneys. It's this is the day you were created for. This is the day you were created for. Help us rescue the perishing. Meanwhile, if you're being threatened, please understand that it's going to take some courage and some virtue. And it's going to take some people willing to walk out and be uncomfortable. You're going to have to walk out and make your own businesses, guys. It's going to come to that because we, here's, here's a, here's the analogy that I like to give JC. I feel like I know the, I know the, the folks at Liberty Council, the fo folks at Pacific Justice, all these places, we feel like the little boy in that, that folk tale. Finger in the dike. Finger in a dike. And we just keep doing this. And all we're doing is stopping the, the little streams. We've got to get together, guys, and we've got to work this out to the end justice. Yeah, this is it, interesting. It, this is just not going to work. Doing I was going to mention the other day, <clears throat> some in the chat already mentioned that the, the bait and switch that's going on with the, the so-called FDA approval was a single vac was a single vaccine, the Pfizer. Single. And it's really being portrayed as just just blanket approval of everything and and but you're only talking one vaccine in limited supply. Like it's a total, it's a total charade yeah. going on here. The approval is not even when you read the FDA's rules and regulations, the approval is not the same approval that they give when they give full trial approvals. Yeah. This is, this is a, a very crafty, uh, legal tweaking and loophole finding wording that they're using to describe the kind of approval they're giving. This is not the same kind of approval that they always say the polio vaccine is getting. This is not the same kind of approval, guys. So uh, they're covering their backsides. Uh, and again, it's just one that is almost approved. I say almost because, you know, whatever. Here's the crazy thing. Uh, you can't sue them. Right. I was talking to somebody the other day because all this data is uh, the adverse reactions. Everything is hidden. Everything is skewed. Nobody knows the truth. And I want to remind people, how did America find out about what the tobacco companies were doing to enhance and re design the nicotine that was being put in the cigarettes to make cigarettes like a hundred times more addictive than the, than the tobacco that you pull out of the fields. How did they know this? It was because of the tobacco lawsuits because people sued the tobacco companies 
and they were able to force the tobacco companies to show the data to release their own in-house studies and the manipulations that they did. Plus, the, the lawsuits against the tobacco companies uh, allowed outside agencies to do the same testings and to find the results. Well, the pharmaceutical companies have learned from the tobacco lawsuits. They have they have now shook hands and, and engaged in this unholy marriage with the legislature so they can't be sued. And since you can't sue them and you can't subpoena them, then the facts will never come out. Mm-hmm. You will never you will never know. And they will always have the argument of, well, you know, the data just doesn't support what you're saying. And once again, I hate to be that guy. Once again, it's because of a government outside the framework of the Constitution and a people who will not stand up and put them back in their box. Post-constitutional society. That's where we are. But Franklin Washington, JC. Uh Uh-huh. Franklin Washington. Why don't you put that up there for our folks? This one you're going to need sound on. Yep. Franklin County, Washington is in a bit of a turmoil today. Uh, Was this today? I think it was a day or so ago. Um, but I'm going to play some of this for you. Like I've got notes. I took notes because we are a teach show and not a talk show. And I'm going to ask JC to pause the video from time to time because I want to teach you how to respond to people like this. All right. Go ahead. First thing on the agenda is approval of the minutes, August 10th, 2021. Is there any corrections, revisions? Mr. Chairman, I suppose it falls to me once again to point out that you're conducting yourself in a manner that is not only inappropriate, excuse me, excuse me. I'm asking for approval. I'm asking for approval of minutes. Is there approval of minutes? Mr. Chairman, I have the floor. No, you don't have the floor. I have the floor. I've asked for approval of minutes. Sheriff, I'm going to ask one time. Commissioner Pass, you are not your commissioner. You are not the chairman. Pause that for a second, JC. So what we're having here is an argument between two chairmen, two city council, two city councilmen, the chairman and a city council, or county commissioners. Yeah, sorry, thank you, county commissioners. And the one without the mask is the chairman, and the one with the mask has got his panties in a wad because the chairman's not wearing a mask. And he just said, and this is going to be relevant in a few minutes, he just said, Sheriff, I'm going to ask you once, are you going to enforce? And then the the chairman says, you're out of order. Go ahead. Please keep it in order. I'm asking for approval of minutes for August 10th, 2021. Is there any revisions, corrections, or additions? Seeing none, the minutes are approved. Next, we'll go to the commissioner updates. Mr. Chairman, Mr. point Johnson. of order. Point of order. I believe it is in the county's best interest, your best interest, and in the people's best interest that we have an executive session for you to receive legal counsel. Already received it. Don't need any other? <laughs> nope. Intend okay. to conduct the meeting without a mask and without yes, these sir, people masks? Yes, sir. I am. Yes. Okay. 
Well, I'm not going to participate in an unlawful meeting where you want to fight people. No, hang on. Seriously, bye. 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 (laughs) I'm not going to participate in an unlawful meeting. That scene from Tombstone. Well, bye. Bye. (laughs) Order where you incite others to violate the law. I don't have to. I'm not inciting others. It's their free will. Forgive Uh, me. Commissioner Mullen, will you conduct the meeting with me? It is my understanding that if we conduct another another eunuch, another eunuch. Oh, I should have told Mr. Stone he was a eunuch. Oh, but he's such a eunuch he can't even actually leave. And I would ask Sean Sant to stand up. Here comes the attorney. Here comes the county attorney. I would have given anything to have been a commissioner in the room at this time, so that I could have questioned the county attorney. Well, this is about Inslee's mandate, Inslee's dictate yeah. uh, about these masks. Yeah. And Commissioner Commissioner Clint, I don't know how to say his name, Didier, 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 Didier. Uh, is basically engaging in civil disobedience, uh-uh. he says, peaceful non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance. He, peaceful what he non-compliance. calls civil disobedience. Um by not wearing he's saying I'm not wearing the mask, I'm not putting it on. I think he actually says peaceful non-compliance. Somebody does in this video. Wanted to find out. I, I would reopen the opportunity if the board chose to go in executive session. We could further discuss the legal merits or any legal questions going forward, or I could simply address kind of the issue that I believe Commissioner Mullen has uh, brought up, as well as Commissioner Peck. Mr. Sant, you've already went over the legal issues with me in my office. Okay. I'm okay. good with those. I'm okay. good about the repercussions okay. upon myself. I serve this community also. You're seeing a vast majority of in here. Uh, they are concerned about a mandate becoming law. And I know that our legislature supposedly gave him this authority. As citizens, we don't accept that. And we we want civil disobedience in this room to make a point. We cannot have our God-given liberties taken away by a governor. Hoorah. Flat out. Well, uh, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that probably more than you know. But no, you don't. No, you don't. He's a liar. I was elected to represent the people as well, I took an oath of office. I have a bar membership in this state, and that's very important to me. My family, not just me, my family attended law school uh, with me. They okay, pause that, JC. He has already told you where his loyalty lies. Mm-hmm. And, and don't tell me it's the bar. His loyalty is not with the bar. His loyalty is with the paycheck. He says, we made an investment. My family made an investment. It's not about his oath because he's going to tell you his oath, but he doesn't get the oath. If the oath actually meant something, he would understand what it says. He would actually listen to himself say it out loud. But anyway, he has told you where he stands. Allowed me to go to a law school following my service. So this is an investment for me personally, obviously, but I also I, I've had to reflect upon the oath of office that I took. And the oath of office is very similar to the oath that all each of you as elected officials had taken. It basically says, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution and laws of the state of Washington and all local ordinances, and that okay, I will faithfully there, and impartially perform. He is reading the oath of office. I do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of Washington and the laws and the ordinances. Right. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying, what I would have said is, uh, pardon me, uh, Mr. Attorney, uh, County Attorney, let me ask you a question. 
if a law conflicts with the Constitution, how do you enforce the Constitution and the law at the same time? Because your oath requires you to support and defend all of them at the same time, not one over the other. And he would tell you, it's not my job to do that. It's not your job to do that. And he says, we got to follow the proper channels and go to the proper places. And so he makes this ridiculous argument. Basically, you got to bow to the king and beg the king but then to the, settle it for you. Then the question then comes, please repeat your oath to me. I do solemnly yeah. swear that I, right. that I will support and defend. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say I will wait on the courts to tell me how to support and defend. The oath is very clear. It is a personal oath and it is an oath to, it is a promise to the people. You cannot keep your promise because you promised I will do this if you're waiting around for somebody else to tell you to do it. Form and discharge the duties of the office, whichever office it is, according to the law and the best of my ability. I firmly, I firmly believe that given the opportunity, and we've reviewed the order uh, as you all have, the proclamation 20-25.15. I think it's important to note that this was not some kind of power grab that the governor took upon himself. This was power that was designated and authorized by the legislature as recent as 2019. And I recognize we have one of our state reps uh, present in the room. He, he, he could confirm that that he as a legislative member participated in that vote. It was almost unanimous. Mr. Sand, can on. I ask a question? Yes. What is the supreme law of the land? The Constitution of the United States. There you States. go. And we're upholding the Constitution okay. right now. Well, 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 hold on. So, so. He, he mentions in that first part that, which has been the argument, we talked about this mm -hmm. in regards to Michigan, Washington, all these orders. So this attorney rejects separation of power. Yeah. So he, he believes yeah. that the legislature through a statutory act can grant extra constitutional power to the executive branch. So one branch can grant power to another branch of government. And he will actually say several times throughout this that it was duly passed mm -hmm. here, he says, by near a majority. But once again, it all stems down to the confusion about hierarchy of authority, right? First off, I have studied the Washington Constitution. I have taught the Washington Constitution several times. The Washington Constitution contains a section on separation of powers. And it says that the legislature makes the laws and the executive branch executes them authorizing the governor to issue mandates to be enforced as law is conferring upon the governor an authority to create legislation. That is a violation of separation of powers. It's a violation of the Washington Constitution. And in the Washington Constitution, if a law is made outside the authority of the Constitution, it is an unconstitutional act. His oath, by the way, as an attorney, and he said, after my service, so I'm assuming that meant he was either in the military or working in law enforcement somewhere, which means that he took that oath again, requires him 
to understand and read the Washington Constitution and know when power is being inappropriately exercised, unjustly exercised. And he doesn't get that. Now, what I wish Commissioner Clint had actually said was, okay, the supreme law of the land is the Constitution of the United States, but what is the supreme law of the land in Washington? Because the Washington Constitution is the supreme law of the land of Washington. And the Washington Constitution does not allow the legislative branch to delegate to the executive branch lawmaking power, as especially in their separation of powers clause. It says it can't be lawfully be done. Yeah. He says emergency changes all that. Emergency. Yep. No. Somebody the Constitution can say it was created in an emergency yep. for emergencies. It can't be altered by emergencies. And they got a they got a bust of Benjamin Franklin sitting behind them. <laughs> Basically, the Constitution grants majority of all the rights that we enjoy to the states. The Did you catch that? I don't hear that again. The United States includes the state of Washington's Constitution as adopted under the Tenth Amendment. Basically, the Constitution grants majority of all the rights that we enjoy to the states. The states are allowed to have these. Yeah, so his. He argument... says that the Constitution mm -hmm. gives state authorities authority over your rights mm -hmm. it, it puts it puts your rights in the hands of the state is is what he just says and the constitution of, yeah. does that and the argument is because the constitution gives all this power to the state the state of washington through its legislature has decided that the government governor ought to have this power but the Constitution of the state of Washington does not say that. The Constitution of the state of Washington says the exact opposite. I don't think this guy, attorney or not, for the county or whatever, has actually ever read the Washington Constitution. I bet he hasn't. If he does, he has no idea what the Washington Constitution actually says. I think Know Nothing might be back under a different name. Oh. Not sure makes persons making similar arguments yeah which i i don't i don't comprehend this the perspective well you you elect them right well there's courts and there's lawyers and so somehow that means you become their servants oh, no. well that's what we have them for and they're supposed to decide yeah. and don't they do that and so you just wait around for that so rosa parks what's your problem this is why we have judges and lawyers why don't you just Martin sit Luther down in the back King. of the bus what the heck's your what's problem? your problem See, we have judges and lawyers for this. Here's the thing. And he literally says that. Yeah, right? He says yeah, this yeah. in his argument that when you, you as an individual, decide, because if the laws exist, then they must be followed until a court changes them. And so he says in this meeting that when you as an individual decide which laws should be followed, that makes you the tyrant. Yes. So yes. he literally out of his own mouth makes the argument that rosa parks was in fact the tyrant not the city of montgomery but rosa parks was the tyrant because she as an individual decided there was an ordinance that she was not going to follow and yeah. that is the definition of tyranny according to this prosecuting attorney Here's in franklin the thing. county there's this 
pervasive misconception that the courts were designed to determine what was constitutional and not. That is not true. The, the courts are designed to weigh the yep. law no, to the standard of the Constitution. But the courts are only one part of government. And when you create in this false paradigm that the courts are somehow the only people that can make this decision, then what you really, which is an irony here, right? Because first... You have to say, oh, well, that's the courts. We can't touch that, which is the definition of separation of powers. But in the same mouth say, guess what? There is no separation of powers because the legislature can grant additional powers to, to the executive. The executive. Well, <laughs> but, but you got to wait for the court. But you got to wait for that's, the court. That's, that's only them. That's what they do. The you, you can't do that. Separation of powers <laughs> in that same false argument they will deny the other two branches the authority to check and balance the courts. If the courts can check the laws made by the legislature, if the courts can check the executive, which is the governor, then why is it that the legislature, the executive, cannot check the courts? And let us all be reminded in the Washington Constitution and in every, can I whisper like Joe Biden, and in every constitution of the states, all political power is derived from the people. Do you know what that means? We are the creator of government, which means we are the judge of its power. That's it. You have to know we are the ultimate check and, and balance. And no, Marbury versus, by the way, Marbury versus Madison is their also go-to argument, which, by the way, doesn't even say what the modern post-constitutional courts say it says. Uh, Marbury versus Madison says the courts judge the law, okay? They don't say that they are the judge of what is constitutional or not. And Marbury versus Madison never asserts that the courts are the only and ultimate judge. They say they are part of the system. Of checks. So I wish, I wish my prayer today, my prayer for you today, whoever you are out there repeating the ignorant, trained, ignorant nonsense of these lawyers Please take the time to read this stuff yourself. Stop parroting the ignorant slaves, okay? Stop parroting the ignorant slaves. Now, I will give him something, okay? Because I don't think we're going to have time to go through the whole thing today, unless you want to, because I'm good. All right. He starts talking about, I'm the attorney for the county. This is the legal argument that I have to make. If I'm in court, this is what I have to do. So as the county attorney, I have to advise you of these things. Okay. He is correct as the county attorney. And I often tell people that all the time. Look, I will teach you what your liberty is. I will teach you what the Constitution says. The minute you make me step in that courtroom, I've got to play by the court's rules. I've got to follow how they work. That's how it goes. We'll argue your rights. 
will argue uh, the Constitution, but there are certain things that check boxes that we have to do now. So as the county attorney is absolutely right, but he's conflating something, JC. He's conflating the court's legal argument with the people's authority. Right. The people's authority as the commission, as the chairman, Commissioner Clint is talking about is superior to the court's authority. So we don't have to sit around until the courts say, I will also say this, he is right. We should be protesting on the steps. He is right. We should be filing lawsuits, but the exercise of protest, the exercise of lawsuits does not eliminate the authority of the people to engage in peaceful non-compliance. And it's just, this existing state of emergency establishes a false premise. He goes on to say, Donald Trump issued a, st a state of emergency and Joe Biden has continued this. I would have loved to have said to him, please, sir, show me in Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution where the president of the United States has the authority to declare emergencies and to declare superior power over the states. I really want to know that. Because I'd, I'd, I'd love, my oath says I have to follow the Constitution first and the laws second. So help me out here. Because I got to know where in the Constitution it's allowed for them to do that. Now, what's interesting is the sheriff stands up and takes off his mask and mm -hmm. says he's not arresting anybody. <laughs> right. I'm not arresting anybody. Kudos. Which blows the doors off the whole meeting because, you know, the 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 penny weight the masked penny wastes in the room who've been up and down because he wants the courage to leave but he doesn't have the courage to leave he doesn't even have the stones to leave so you watch him in this meeting stand up stand down stand down he walk back and forth I'm like I don't even know what he's doing it's like I'm here I'm not here I want to leave but my mommy won't let me I don't know what's going on there but the the masked penny wastes are standing there and they're like aghast that the sheriff stands up takes off his mask. You've taken off your mask. Well, I want people to hear and understand me. So I've taken off my mask. And he, he does what he's supposed to do. He says, I'm trying to keep the peace here. Let's just be civil. Let's conduct this meeting. But I want you to know I'm not arresting anybody. Amen. Good Amen. Sheriff. Amen. So look, you got to know the key, the key things here. The oath, the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the state and the laws. You have to be able to do all three things at the same time. If a law conflicts with the Constitution, you can't enforce it. It is an unenforceable, null and void law. And that's what the commissioner is saying. We've got to take a stand. And I love JC that he takes a stand all the way through in spite of what the attorney says. And the attorney, you know, he conducts himself in a professional way. He makes the typical legal arguments that he's trained to make. He reads the storyline of the legal propaganda, the federal and judicial supremacist propaganda. But he's just wrong. He's just wrong. And the one he's thing Casper you mentioned. Milk toast. Yeah. The thing that really bugs me, and this is the thing that pops my cork more than anything, JC, you mentioned it. If we just allow people to choose which laws they can enforce, or which laws they will follow and which laws we will not follow, that's anarchy. Uh, no, sir, that actually is liberty. Because you know what the, what, what the alternative is? 
to allow the government to decide which laws they can enforce and not enforce, regardless of what the Constitution says. That is tyranny. So you either have the people as a check and balance on the authority they've delegated. Let's remind you, the people have delegated authority to the government. They are the owners. All political power comes from the people. The people are the owners of the power. They are the check and balance. So to say that the people can't say, whoa, wait a minute. Now, I'm not saying blanket disregard law. I'm saying you don't have to follow law that is not authorized by the Constitution because it has no legal authority. That's the rule. But the alternative is, if the people can't check and balance, the alternative is that you allow the government to decide what power they have and what power they don't have. Because relying on the courts, um, excuse me, the courts are a branch of the government. So what you're saying is, if I have to sit around like some little slave waiting for the courts to tell me what I can and cannot do, what you're telling me is that the government... The courts are the ultimate authority of their own power, and there is no check and balance, and there is no limit. So excuse me, I would rather have the people who created the government in control of the government than the government who gets to decide what the limit of their power is. Well, he also, he shifts it in the middle of the argument, he shifts, again, conflating things. He talks about a trial of fact. We're not talking about a right. trial of fact, right? right? He said, well, you'd bring in the evidence of the What's what I say? COVID and, and the court yeah, argument the, the with COVID the and the, how many are sick and all this. And, you know, so there's a difference between here's the constitution. This is the framework of government. Anybody can look and see what those restrictions are and whether you're operating outside mm -hmm. of that. That's completely different than somebody saying, Hey, here's this violation that's mm -hmm. been made. And here's the evidence we're going to present to prove you know, this criminal act or this, this Hold on, violation. JC, this is, this is a really good question. I, I, I think that this is a good question because this is a good teaching moment. I'm going to put it up on the screen. Why is the people, the ultimate arbiter? Isn't that why we created three systems to regulate and distribute the power responsibilities to regulate their say to those who they vote in? No, the only purpose for the creation of government is to secure the rights of the people. The Constitution itself has already distributed that power. Correct. It is not up to the government to determine what power is distributed. It is up to the gov those in government to follow the law of the Constitution in the distribution of that power for the single purpose of securing the people's rights. We do not create government to regulate our rights. We create government to secure our rights. And the constitutions establish the standard and the parameters, the limits, the boxes, the few and defined, of those powers that the government gets to use. Enumerated powers. Enumerated powers they get to use to secure our rights. Can I just say, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just power from the consent of the governed. 
The only reason government exists is to secure our rights. And the, the authority they have to secure our rights is through our consent. Our consent is written specifically enumerating our consent in the constitutions. And when government operates outside the constitution, they're operating outside our consent and now they are unjust. Amen. And yes, there are way too many laws in America. <laughs> that's kind of a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. I don't know. That's like <laughs> that's like K4 stuff. So right. there are way too many laws. Uh, and Trevor so. Harper, uh, we, we did an interview with Don Huffines. You can find on the channel, mm -hmm. Don Huffines. Yeah. Go, go see the interview with good. Don Huffines. Good interview. Yes, great, Don. Hey, do you guys like today's Teach Show? Do we get to put their comments up in the end? <clears throat> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, good. Good job. You guys enjoyed you, today's show. Remember, done we good. are a teach show. And I thought we were well organized. This is gonna be one that we need to put in the archives that we can play and be a teaching show for others. We need to like make a little star on this one. Mm -hmm. Way too many laws. Hey, you know what? Can I can I drop one more gem before we go? Welcome back, sir. Just behave yourself, please. Can I can I Go drop ahead. a gem? You guys want to know a secret? I'll give you a Joe Biden secret. Are you ready for the secret? Make sure you don't tell anybody because it's a secret. Are what's, you ready? What's the secret? Laws don't stop crimes. If laws stop crimes, America would be a crime-free place because we got way too many laws. There you have it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. If you like the show, share it, like it, get it out there. I'm really happy with today's show. This was a great teach show. I love it when we find things that give us the opportunity to teach like this. Really, really good. And I love our audience. You guys ask amazingly good questions. And for the most part, you behave yourselves. Uh, I like how you police your own in there too. Sometimes that's fun watching you guys police the chat room. So <laughs> Until you become a distraction. Until you become a distraction. We are here to learn. We're here to teach. We're here to impart truth, liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. And that's the way we'll always be. Hey, good night, David Stoneless Stones. I'm glad you were able to join us today. Remember my open invitation. I'm here. You know where I am. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. 
unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested, sentenced to a week in she jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down?